Press the button, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, sugar bushes? So, uh, we were originally fucking Goose's bitch ass is moving to Pennsylvania. <laughs> and this is his address. It's 136. <laughs> um, yeah, a real shit move on his part, but he's moving to Pennsylvania. Um, so, what we were going to do is we were going to record this episode and then release it ne- next, week. next week. So, that would allow him to have. Two, two weeks, weeks off yeah. instead of just one week. But also, we don't want our numbers to drop again. We so. want to be famous. Yeah. We want you to pay attention yeah. <laughs> to us. And we can't, we we have your attention right now. We yeah. got to hold on to it. We can't let go of it. Like social media train holding is, on to something poisonous. Yeah, the <laughs> social media train is fleeting. So it's it, like, we're, uh, uh, so we're going to release this one oh, this see, week. Look, so we look. only has a week off. There we go. We were actually 150 in the U.S., 111 in Canada. Oh, shit. 150 in the U.S. on the podcast Yeah, 111, 111 in Canada. Canada. We're let's hilarious go, in yeah. Canada. Canada loves us, Bro, dude. let's do a Canada tour. First I don't give a tour, fuck. Canada. Oh, see, we drop more. Damn, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's going down again. <laughs> I was showing you what it was when I looked at it last. It was at its highest. Yeah. But yeah, now it's back down. But, hey. Still in the top two. Still in top two. That's fine. That's fine. We need some fucking new cover art, though. Yeah, oh we guys help we, us with yeah, that. Yeah, we gotta. We you guys gotta. listen to the podcast. There's like hundreds of you. Yeah, literally <laughs> dozens of you. Uh, please, someone, yeah. make us some podcast I'll probably, art. I'll probably hit up my tattoo artist and just have them do it because they made the logo we use now. So I feel like we could do if something. If you guys, well. Of your own design, if you get a sweet Snacks Packs tattoo, we'll put it yeah. as our cover art forever. <laughs> we're, uh, we're looking into doing just the weirdest fucking promo ideas, obviously, if you've, you know, you the shell. Um, and someone commented on the uh, my Instagram post and was like, I work with UXO and it's a round, not a shell. And I was like... Oh my god! Shut up. But also, when people are like, "Yeah, fucking put that clip in your gun," I'm like, "Listen, bitch." Yeah, magazine. Uh, true, magazine. So, really, I understand. I understand. You boomed us. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you you boomed us. I think next we're thinking about seeing if someone will get snacks packs shaved in the side of their head. That would be that cool. would be cool. Yeah, yeah, that would be sick. We'd or pay, some we'd like pay for the haircut. Maybe a semi permanent henna on your face. Yeah, that'd be tight. Yeah. That's acceptable. We would pay for the haircut if you got snacks packs shaved in the side of your head. You got to give us a receipt, though. Yeah, yeah, no, we're not going to send you the money to get the haircut. You're going to get the haircut, show us the receipt, and then we will reimburse you. Fool me once on paying someone to get their haircut. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely not. Um, Get paid to get tattoos on your body. Do you know how, how tempted I am to just completely erase our first episode? I know. I want you so bad. I, I've been saying forever we should just re-edit the names and make like I don't know season seven our first season and just swap around and nobody will ever fucking know. <laughs> Every time people log in to start, they just listen to season yeah. seven. I don't think. I think when um uh like well, I want to keep it the there. order. Yeah, yeah, it'll change everything. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I hate that, I hate that season. I hate that episode so much. I hate the whole season. I hate it. I, I actually don't hate just, the season. I don't hate the season. The episode, the first episode, though, I hate that. We I, didn't know what we were doing. I know. And, I, I, like, someone hit me up last night. And it, oh, actually, 
Someone hit me up last oh, night and wait, was like, gonna hurt my feelings? "No, no, no!" no. Right. They were like, uh, right "They were like, <laughs> they were like, there's a problem." I told my Alexa to play snacks packs, and she didn't know what I was talking about. And I was like, "You send that little bitch to me. I'll fucking put that <laughs> robot in place." But I, but it's weird because we're on Amazon Music, so it's like I don't know why it would, wouldn't play. Uh, which is it's because of all of our Jeff Bezos He heard. She's been listening. Alexa is furious Dude, yeah, with us. She's so angry. She knows that we are uh, definitely enemies. Oh yeah, absolutely. But also, and if they wanted to pay us. That would be great. Yeah, we'd be all over. If you pay us, we'll (sighs) stop talking. (laughs) We will stop talking about you. Okay. Um, But also, I said absolutely that first episode forty two, like twenty four to forty two times, and I just don't. I don't want it. I yeah. I hate it. I know. I might cave in at some point and just. We can't delete it. I'm not gonna erase it forever. But like maybe hide it. Hide it. Yeah. And it. uh, Yeah. I just. I think. I think we should make our first episode our best episode. Which is either I think Terry Davis or Fed Smoker. I just it would run the, like, it just wouldn't make sense to people because then it's like, it, I guess we do kind of talk about stuff that's contemporary. Yeah, 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 exactly. And just delete it, and we're just like started episode two. I don't know, dude. We should. I mean, we could rename everything, but like, I, I just I hate it. I don't <laughs> like it. I mean, think all your Twitch videos would probably say the same thing yeah, like 200 times. Fair. And you probably uh, have like a million Twitch videos. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Whatever. Whatever, fuck it. Whatever. I just don't want to like say someone is like looking at us to be I know. in our like, like to I reach mean, out to us and they listen to that episode. I'm like, mm. But they can't mm. think, like you're doing a bad job if you're looking for a partner and you listen to their very first yeah. episode of content I'm just ever. Gonna, I'm just going to put it in the bio <clears throat> of the episode and be like, disclaimer, this is new. We didn't know how we didn't know what we were doing. Please go listen to our recent episode. That's why we made a seasonal podcast where you don't have to listen from yeah. start to finish. Yeah, um, that's why yeah. we did it. Yeah, that's exactly not just because we, we kept running it. out of ideas. Yeah. <laughs> for every time we started a season, you know, it wouldn't happen if we did a true crime podcast. We would never run out of ideas. Look, look they're already making memes about there being too many true crime podcasts. We can't. That's, be a meme. You got to. Str- that's you got to strike while iron's hot. We, the iron. We got to. We got to. It's cool. We got to lean into that. No, like that. Like lean into it. Yeah, be like. Uh, Let's cover exclusively very petty crimes. Yeah. <laughs> some like grand larceny. <laughs> Nothing. Or something no like that. felonies yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> just fucking Tom stealing a, a be, jacket from down the yeah. street. Yeah. It'd mostly be just crimes against poor people. Yeah. That, which is yeah. Uh, pretty much everything cops do. So. Yeah. Well, me that'd be a podcast. Cri- all the crimes things that cops only do. covering things cops do. That would be a pretty good podcast, actually. We all right, write that down. We should do. We write should do. No, no, no. We should do a seasonal true crime podcast where every season has a theme. So, like one season, it's like fucking something dirty cops. Oh, so I was thinking of even doing dirty cops and then dirty feds. Yeah, there'd be tons yeah, of content. dude. Oh, yeah, both exactly. And then we can finally clear the Unabomber's name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Yeah. He didn't do it. <laughs> uh, I mean, it did take the FBI like twelve years. To yeah, find yeah. Him, so. Oh, I mean, it's Filth. the same thing with the Olympic Park bombing guy. They were just True. like. We don't know. It's this guy because he saved a bunch of people, which is usually the opposite. You know, our space season was pretty good. Fuck that. Huh? I would never do I it love again. the space season. Let's do space crimes. Space crimes? <laughs> I, I wonder if there's ever very limited. any crimes in the International there, Space Station. There was a couple, not crimes. The, uh, the 
NASA scientists who got married on the space station who weren't supposed to. They kept that a secret, but they got married on the space station. That was one. Why weren't they supposed to? And then, to? very likely, a, a Russian astronaut recently. I don't know. It's just some rule that they have. I don't know. And, but uh, a Russian astronaut very likely punched a hole in the side of the fucking space station and tried to blame it on an American astronaut for having her period. What? Yes. No way. Real. I didn't. Real. <laughs> Real. Why would you punch it? Ah, How'd you dude, do it? One, it was the most how'd you baffling. do that? And two, like... I mean, actually, I think it'd be really easy to punch a hole. Yeah, in it's true. They're yeah. not made... They're they're made out of some pretty lightweight yeah, shit. You just, so, yeah, it's got to go in Pretty the sky, terrifying. So, um, but also, like... They blamed it on the American woman astronaut. That's like shooting your own ship. They were like, like, maybe the Americans did it uh, in like a emotional turmoil. You know women and their periods. I was like, (laughs) fucking what? (laughs) Russia's doing that on an international scale? That is just cheesy as fuck. And also, listen, my friend, I know maybe this, uh, this information hasn't gotten to your part of the world. I don't know. Maybe. But women are much smarter than guys. Generally. They're generally much more intelligent than men. There's a reason that men. men murder each other yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. and there's a reason They're that, morons. like, dudes have to resort to using overpowering oh, when they don't get what they want. a huge part of my uh, content this oh, week. Oh, is it really? Yeah. That sucks. I know. Uh, who is going first this week? I don't remember. What did we cover last time? You know, when we do this on air, yeah. I think people know that we don't prepare. Yeah, and it's funny because I listen to our, our episodes same. too. So I'm same. like, yeah, every so episode. I yeah, same. I got to pump those numbers. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I just got an extra phone that's just playing yeah, our podcast constantly. All the well, time. we had a Lucy honestly, last time. So uh, we had a Lucy last yes. episode. Oh, so. that's right. Well, we did Hugging Billionaires, which was. Whiskey Fire and the Denora, and the Denora Fog. Fog. You did the Denora Fog first. Okay. okay. That's right. Yes. I think, is there anything else that I want to talk think. about? Uh, did anything happen? Did anything uh, interesting happen? No, well, is America slid further into chaos? I was in Wichita yesterday. Um, oh, yeah, you emo night. emo night. And it was cool. Like, the venue was really cool. Like, we went to this place called The Wave. It was great. Um, The only issue is we had... A giant piano on stage. Excuse me, a Were giant piano. No, yeah, it was for the show they Do you have, have to today. Keep it safe. So that's what we told them. We were like, "Are you insane? Do you want to? We have people. I was like, "We have people on stage, man. Do you want to? They're like, me, sorry, keep this piano. They up have here? like a tall crystal vase yeah. on a pedestal. <laughs> yeah. and like we have to keep that there. And you're so like, you sure, yeah, you should it. <laughs> but uh, he, but the guy was like, and they had uh. They had reasonable cause that to not move it because they were like one. It's hard. He was like, it's like eight thousand. As someone who's he put like, a piano yeah. on a stage before, it's he was like, so it's eight thousand pounds, and we don't have the equipment to move it. And he's like, two, it's tuned, so if we move it, it will be, be untuned, and we can't do that. And we were like, all right, so we put a bike rack around it. So my other issue was the sound guy, uh, super cool guy, super chill dude. We got along great. Show starts. And me and Casey had talked about this. We were like, there are a ton of fucking wires on stage right now. Like, they're all over the place. Not good. Um, I wish we, you know. Well, and it, why didn't someone tape them down? They, that's We were like, we're like I wish there was some fucking gaff tape to yeah. fix this issue. But, it, you know, whatever. So we're doing the show, whatever. And then the lighting guy comes up to me, like, right before. We had Forrest with us from Hello Goodbye. Right before he comes out, and the guy's like, I've lost control of my, my lights five times already, blah, 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 blah. And oh, I'm like, the... 
people on stage. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, okay, like, what do you want me to do about it? I was like, do you want me to kick them off stage? Because I will if you want me to. And he looks at me and just shrugs. And I'm like, sir. And I told him, I was like, this is your venue. Like, yeah. We do what you say. I was like, if you leave it up to me, nobody's getting off stage. Yeah. Um, but you need to explicitly tell me what you want me to do because then I can listen and, you know, appease you. Is this, is Hello Goodbye famous? Do what? Are they famous? Yeah, they were huge back in the day, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you were with a famous person? Oh, For yeah. They had a peak chart album. Yeah, Forrest yeah. is a phenomenal person. Shout out to Forrest, my sweet baby boy. That's cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, I honestly, I thought about being like, hey, do you want to hang out on the we, podcast we with us? We should get him on the show. I'm pretty sure I could. I'll text him. Yes. Um, but uh, yes. Uh, there's a few people I was thinking about, like William from the this Academy yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Aaron would be a little I'll harder to, to get because he's a little uh, he's a little busier. But anyway, so he's, this dude starts messing with some chords off to the side, and I'm like walking over to him to be like again, be like, "What do you want me to do? Do you want them off for one?" And he like held up this fucking wire that was like a casing that was broken, and the wire was pulled out of it or something like that. And he was like, "This is why my lights aren't working." And I'm like, "I'm like, you're the idiot. What do you who has your shit up here? And what? Didn't take yeah, anything down. like it, and none, no cord none of it's protected. None of it's no like protectors? like. What do you mean? Like this is There's not no my issue. This is not my yeah. fault. I know. Um, yeah. you're, you're the talent. Yeah. Why I'm, is he bitching to you? That's what I'm saying. So, <laughs> and, I, and I was like, and you're not Imagine going up to the band and like, oh, yeah, my, my what's PA. going on? You're and like, it's, it's also like, um, you're not telling me what to do. So if you want something done, you have to communicate that to me. And so I was just like, you know what, whatever. Like, I'm if, if you're not going to tell me to get them off stage, they're not getting off stage. So there was that whole ordeal, which other than that, it was a fine show. And like, it's, you know, I get why he's upset because he can't do his job correctly or properly. I mean, plus the shit's yeah, getting fucked yeah, up. Yeah, plus the shit's getting fucked up. So I understand why he was upset. I think at some, at one, like near the end of the night, he just shut, like, because they have the lights at the top and they have the lights on trusses on the side of the stage. He just shut those off and kept the top lights on and just didn't move them or anything like that. And I was like, Whatever, man. It's cool with me. I already, I already, there's only two songs where I'm like, shut all the lights off, blah, 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 blah. And I know what song those. one of them yeah. is. I've been meaning to ask you a question about that. What? Do you, on purpose, always post the video when they sing Fireflies? Yeah. You always do it on yeah. purpose? Yeah. Okay, okay. That's a good song. Because I didn't know if you were like... Ah, this song's good every time organically. <laughs> kind of. Like, do you know well, that you're doing that song I don't every really, time? I don't really realize that I've done it. Like, and it's usually <laughs> the only thing I've done. Yes! <laughs> that's how I was like, maybe that's his promo thing. He's yeah. like, look, we're playing this song again. Yeah. Some, it's always dude, that. Uh, maybe I should, yeah, I should probably switch it up. There's a, I actually posted a video on my Snapchat of like, the la we always play Good Riddance by Green Day as the last song. Um, because it's a good buddy. I nominate buddy song. you replace it with a red hot chili pepper. A, a red hot chili under song. the we bridge, did, bro. We did play red hot chili peppers at one. Play party. under the bridge by red hot chili peppers. But uh, um, I did post that. So on the video, you see me like videoing the line of people who are arms around each other's shoulders, and near the end, my camera like does this. And it's because this fucking guy kept like swaying back into the DJ booth, and I was like preparing myself to have to push him forward. It's the same guy. Who came up to me like three or four times throughout the night and was like, was like, hey, you know, we really want to crowd surf. Can you like gather all the people to the Fuck front off. of this stage? And I was like, listen, I was like, I get it, like, I understand, but that's a liability to me. Wait, and that's like a fan, just a, 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 a yeah, a patron, yeah, yeah. Oh. 
and I was hey, like, "Hey man, can you get set up? I want to yeah, start jumping off." Yeah, the stage. he was like, "Yeah, if you could get the crowd in the into the stage to catch us, blah blah blah." blah. And I was like, "Listen, no. I was like, I can't. You know, I if I could, I would, but that's a liability because if you get hurt, I'm liable for that, and if this someone else gets hurt, like I'm liable for that." And he was like, "Well." I talked to the bar manager. They said it's all right. And I, I was like, well, I don't, I don't work for this venue. I am a, a we are a complete separate entity. So I was just like, I'm sorry, bud, but I can't do it. That is a dude. I, when you say some stuff like this, I'm just like, I could not imagine asking a question like that. Me neither. Like, like going up to the talent, like, Hey man, can you whip up the crowd so I can do a thing? Like, what do you think this, this isn't like your thing. And, well, well, so it, the main one thing we always talk about while on stage is that like emo night, emo night's not about us. It's not about us TJing or anything like that. It's about them. It's, it's about, about them it, having yeah. their good time and, and being the main character but, for the night. But not but yeah. like moving the whole venue around yeah, for yeah. your thing. You know what I mean? It's you're, you're, you are sharing the event with other yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, there are yeah other people Plus, to take. I'm gonna be honest. Of all the crowds that I would trust my body weight to, emo night's low. On yeah, that's uh, <laughs> true. Low. Not a lot. Of, not a lot of big burly dudes coming to emo night. Dog. Like I'll jump. I'll jump any metal festival. Yeah. Oh, they'll, 100%. they'll hold me Those up dudes, and not even yeah, notice. Yeah. yeah, like that'll be fine. Uh, most. Some rap shows, although much higher chance of getting dropped. Yeah, they don't, they're true. ruthless yeah, pieces they don't of give shit. A shit. No. They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Uh, I would never risk a rave, and nope. I ne- I think Emo Knight's up there with yeah, raves. Yeah, that's fair. I've seen those skinny little raver arms. Yeah, yeah. Not. No, nope. no, sir, no, sir. <laughs> uh, uh, that's funny. So, what are you? What are you covering? I'm gonna start. You ready? Yeah, go. I'm ahead. gonna cover Woodstock. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Hold uh, on, this Reddit. We failed gay Republicans who oh, fought yeah. for accepting in the Texas GOP see little progress. Little No. I'm sorry, but yeah. really? You th- yeah, you dude. think? <laughs> yeah. You mean you mean the Christian fundamentalists weren't He's really like, cool you with know, you being gay? I've noticed that they actually hate gay yeah, people. Yeah, a lot. These it's days. not just a ruse. <laughs> no. Yeah, you're not gonna they're not your friend. And really the only reason a gay Republican exists is because you have a bunch of money and you don't want taxes. Yeah, that's, you have nothing yeah. else in common yeah. with that. <laughs> uh I covered Woodstock ninety nine and I had to look at a shitload of sources for this because um, I always use Wikipedia for the overview, but the Wikipedia overview sucks ass. Really? It's horrible. There's, like, no linear, comprehensive, like, how the day went. So it took me a lot to piece the whole thing together. And the reason I'm telling you that is so that you know we work really hard. Really hard. All the time. Uh, so I read from the New Yorker, Register Guard, newspaper, MTV.com, SF Gate, which is a San Francisco newspaper, AV Club, and the Rolling Stone. Nice, nice. Among some other ones that I forgot to cite. Uh, wanted to cover another legendary musical festival disaster because they just hit different. Yeah, they do. I love, no, I loved the Firefest disaster so much. And I was, I've just been chasing that high. And it was our most listened to of the season. So I was yeah, like, Fire maybe Fest, give you yeah. guys a little bit of what you're asking for. Because um, we are always just chasing that digital do, dragon, yeah, brother. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, so, let's see, sure, and, uh, you know, my logic was, like, it was weird because I was like, you know, I don't really know of festivals specifically that are so disastrous, except for Astroworld. Now. Yeah, yeah. You know, otherwise, I'm like, uh, you know, Firefest is really just this modern, contemporary, like, hall of fame. That I, So, when I'm looking around for concerts that went bad, Woodstock 99 came up a bunch. 
And if it wasn't obvious, this concert was pitched as the next Woodstock. Although this is technically the second time we've done the next Woodstock. They did one, I yeah. think, in the 80s or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh, also kind of a mess. But this one is going to be the next Woodstock, except it's a bunch of corporate entities involved, and they want to make money on it. That there was something go. they yeah, were very perfect. specifically worried about. That never goes They wrong. were literally saying, we're going to make Woodstock profitable, because um, it hasn't been. It's mostly just a disaster. Uh, and if you still don't know what the original Woodstock is, um, you're probably too young to listen to the podcast. <laughs> uh, but it's the famous 1969 concert that included many popular artists like Janis Joplin, The Who, Jimi Hendrix, CCR, brother, and more. Uh, Woodstock is widely considered one of the greatest concerts of all time. And basically, 99 is trying to get in on that hype, you know? Yeah. So this time, instead of the famous mud pits of old where your grandparents fucked each other high on (laughs) they chose a location about 100 miles north from the original site at a former B-52 Air Force base in upstate New York. Nice. Part of the reason uh, for this choice was to avoid much of the great gate crashing that happened at the last Woodstock. Um, Woodstock had, like, thousands and thousands of people that had paid for tickets last time because they barely had any idea how many people were going to be there. True. And back then, you just kind of fired from the hip for the whole event for everything. (laughs) So so whatever. Uh, They actually called the location that they chose defensible, surrounded as it was with a 12-foot plywood and steel fence. There were also 500 additional New York State Police troopers hired for venue security. That's not Woodstock. And they were supposed to hire 1,200 security guards for their peace patrol, which terrifying yeah i I hate it that sounds i hate it but by saturday of the event because it starts friday saturday sunday yeah uh only 175 had clocked in i'm just giving you a little bit of tease okay it's coming okay Okay. so tickets were 150 dollars, which is 240 dollars now and over 250 to 300,000 people showed up uh 10,000 people were working there's a lot of uncertainty about how many attended because there were f- tons of fake tickets. Um, there's often cited as a security at one gate was confiscating 50 fake passes an hour. Damn. And those were just the dudes who were actually doing their yeah. job. <laughs> a bunch of security guards were just taking Fuck money it, yeah. to fucking Hell get people yeah, in. Dude, which, why not? Dude, you're probably getting paid minimum wage. Yeah. It's a huge festival. Someone's like, I'll give you 100 bucks to get the four of us in. I'm like, done. Of course, done. You do that 10 yeah. times in a day? Yes, sir. Oh, dude, I'll fuck a festival up. Uh, uh, it's it's a great way to make money. Hell um, yeah, it is. So, but you know, they they were definitely underpaid, and they used a lot of even like uh, what was it? Were like rehab centers to get like people who needed money. Yeah, uh, yeah. which I was like, Ugh, I don't know. Yeah. So there were several odd layout choices for the festival's location. First of all, it's late July. It's fucking hot. Hell yeah. Getting over 100 degrees Fahrenheit, as we have experienced for several days now. I hate it here. And this concert is on hot tarmac and asphalt with virtually no shade. For a reference, on a sunny 100-degree day, asphalt can get up to 160 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, so fucking take it easy walking your goddamn dogs in yeah, this heat, dude. Put for little real. booties on them or something, but um, pause, dog. On top of that, vendors were not provided plumbing and were forced to do their own makeshift arrangements, while the cleaning crews, who were supposed to pick up garbage every day... We're not provided any water. Oh, incredible. And so they just quit. Yeah, I would too. Uh, yeah. So when we got to the wave, the wave has a huge outdoor venue as well, like a giant outdoor stage. But they also have an indoor stage. And I drove by it, and I saw the outdoor stage, and I texted Oz, and I was like, is this a fucking outdoor event? Uh, and I, told, I was like, if it is, People I'm, I'm quitting. It. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, not gonna, I'm not doing the show. But I, luckily it was not. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's really funny. You wouldn't do any outside? It's 105 fucking degrees. Absolutely not. Everybody dropped dead. Dude, yeah. No, it was it's like, a safety risk. What was that one concert at the Arvis Amphitheater when the Suicide Boys... Oh, uh, the that, Grade A Tour? Called? Flyover Fest. Oh, Flyover Fest. Flyover Fest was uh, really, really hot, and I was working the stage that day, and just I was literally just watching people fall yeah. over and over and over. I was like, oh, my God. There's like a steady trickle of people. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, so I, I get that. So on top of that, uh, there's not enough grass for people to camp on, so some people are just camping straight on the asphalt. And to make matters worse, there are two main stages called the East and West, and they were over a mile and a half from each other, separated, of course, only by sun-beaten asphalt and concrete. No shade. Which, um, there was... So, a lot of this shit... I, I read a ton of different sources. The stages were 1.1 to 2.4 miles apart. That's the ranges I was getting. What the fuck? There were 250 to 400,000 people at the concert. I'm like, I don't think anybody has any idea what happened at this thing. What at the all. fuck? So, it was, it was really hard to even get, like, real info about anything. Yeah. But they were... If they were two miles apart, I was like, holy Dude, shit. Oh, my God. Like, you're just like, I'm going to watch this stage. That's it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not moving anywhere. Um, the only town nearby was the town of Rome, a small town of 32,000 people. I said town so many times in that sentence. Town, town, town. While it is a popular tourist destination and was somewhat prepared for the event, it's still a pitifully small amount of resources for what is nearly the population of Kansas City proper. Yeah. Uh, and just like Firefest, the town was booked up months in advance because of a baseball hall of fame event there that is happening is. nearby. So another poorly timed two events yep. at one thing. The Although Rome classic. was probably popping Dude, off. Oh yeah, they, I wonder how much money for the they local made. Economy. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, there was a famous story uh, from this like uh, coincidence about a tiny motel in Rome that had to turn away Alanis Morissette, Howard Stern, and George Clinton. No shit. Because they were like, we don't have, we don't any, have any rooms. <laughs> Kick someone out. Get out of your room. <laughs> You're like, bro, How, it's Howard, Howard Stern. Stern. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and to top all of this off, the actual resources and food and drink there was pretty expensive. I saw a lot of complaining about this, and I was like, that's festivals. festivals. Full yeah, that's yeah. literally festivals. Uh, water bottles were four dollars a pop in the in ninety nine. So like, yeah. I don't know, a hundred dollars now. Is that right? <laughs> and, Pretty much. Which only had a few free fountains, and which obviously had super huge lines. Yeah. And the only other place to get stuff was Rome, which had massive lines, limited stock, and only a bus that was like looping like four times a day or some Jesus. shit to get uh, resources. So and of course. Most people brought basically nothing. Yeah, Lord of the Flies. Out oh of here, dude. God! It's <laughs> just like guys, don't. No one cares about you. Okay, so when you go to a festival and you're like, I'll just get some water. No, I'll just get like no. no. You gotta count unless on unless you got a shitload of money, baby. Because no. like there was there was like uh, I forgot what festival it was from. They were selling cases of water for like sixty dollars, sixty seventy dollars, and That's not amazing. providing free water. I was like, oh my god, dude. genius! I way can't to make a do. I can't do festivals. I, no, no. I, dude, I've I can't never done do it. One. Me, I've never. I've worked a festival. I worked the jazz festival, yeah. which is a totally different yeah, vibe. Yeah, yeah. Totally different. But otherwise, I mean, I've never, like, attended a multi-day festival. The, the I, only festival I couldn't hang. The only festival I've ever attended was Fuck You, We Rule OK, which was a street punk festival in Tulsa. But that was only because, like, 
I get done with the festival that day, go to my parents' house and fucking oh, lit. do whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like camping somewhere? No, the, no. I no, mean, no, and no. everybody's just going to steal from you. Yeah, and there's I don't a bunch want of to. shitty, dirty children. Yeah. I, no, don't not want interested. It. Don't want it. Uh, so anyway, by halfway through the weekend, over 700 people had been treated for heat related illnesses and dehydration. The only shade available were deactivated hangers near the emerging artist stage. To, so to survive, people had to listen to the entire bottom row of a festival poster. <laughs> it's, uh, They're like, wow, there's a lot of people here for us. <laughs> <laughs> this is our best show ever, yeah. dude. Uh, Rolling Stone had an article that listed all of the emerging artists. I had never heard of a single fucking one except Muse. Really? Muse was there. Oh, no shit. Only one. Only one that was good. They Every other fucking... Really the only emerging artist dude, out of that lineup. good for them for yeah. surviving the hellscape. Fuck I, yeah. There's no way that hangar wasn't super dude, hot. Dude, yeah. I you wonder... know they didn't have big fans. No, 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 no. Oh, fuck no. no. Especially in the emerging artist stage. No. <laughs> Let them sweat, yeah. you filth. <laughs> That's so true. Uh, so people are hungry, thirsty, hot, poor. There's a fuckload of people. Not enough facilities. Now let's get some music going. There we go. Snackson's favorite, ICP. Let's go. One of the first dude. major headliners to play I the show. I think this. Did Limp Biscuit play this? Yeah, yeah. they do. Is this? Don't the, spoil anything. Don't you spoil? We've nothing. talked about this before. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. So the, the ICP comes out very hot, super hot. I watched. I ended up watching most of several of the headliner sets because it was actually kind of cool i never really watched concerts like that yeah and icp was insane i was like dude they were insane it was so fucking rad fucking i'm telling you man if icp goes if they do anything right which they do they they built their empire off just fucking like being scrubs and like it's awesome it's awesome they, they have really played their cards very well even though they're still like you know they're very popular but they're still kind of a niche like you got to be into it to be into it, you know. Um, yeah. So, but there, if there's anything that like you can like about them, it's their stage presence. They do not fuck around awesome. when they get on Dude, stage. It was at so all. Fun. Like, I respect the. F- I Everybody would love, was going nuts. Would love to like sit down and talk to those dudes and just be like, Let's tell me everything. Too. I'll email Violent Jay. Like, it. listen, man, a huge fan. I bet he'd be on it. We could send him an episode. That episode we talk about. True. MCP. True. Oh, dude, let's give that a whirl. Uh, so the DJ was also absolutely awful. He kept fucking, like, wicky, wicky, wicking the beat constantly. But, like, the ICP managed to stay on beat all the time. I it, wonder I wonder if it was DJ Clay, because that's the huge, usually the DJ they use for their shows. But I don't think so, because I was reading the YouTube comments, and everybody was just calling out the DJ, not DJ Clay. DJ Clay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would so be, yeah. They, were, yeah. they were, like, really shitting on him, though. Um, but they, they were on it. And uh, I have been to... Who was it? 21 Savage's concert. He's a horrible performer, but his <laughs> DJ kept cutting the mic off. And I was like, dude, 21 I would be, I would be or cutting, cutting the beat off. Cutting the beat off. And I was yeah. like, 21 Savage is about the beat, dude. Yeah, like, 100%. I, he's the most down, quietest rapper ever. I yeah. want to listen to Metro Boomin'. Yep. Stop cutting the fucking beat off. Dude. Ugh, dude, when we were setting DJs. up that show, we put up this big uh, black version of like jason mm-hmm. is that the hockey mask one mm-hmm. yeah and uh i was somebody was giving me a wrestling music intro and i was gonna walk through it and i banged my head on one of his teeth <laughs> in front of everybody the whole stage was watching me do that sucked um anyway uh, so after a half hour into the show 
They start kicking out these huge inflatable beach balls into the crowd. Sweet, right? That's what concerts are supposed to be like, right? Obviously, yeah. Uh, they they had to give it the ICP flair, though. They taped a bunch of money to the balls. Oh, a that's bunch bad. of money. Some of them had hundred dollars on them. Some of them had five hundred dollars. That's on them. bad. They kicked them into the crowd. Uh, a lot of the articles at the time kind of blame ICP for kicking off the chaos at the festival because there's going to be more dude. with this act. Hell yeah! Watching the footage, I think it's kind of bullshit. Admittedly, I would not want to be anywhere, anywhere near, near where that. one of those balls no, landing. Fuck, because no. it got pretty nasty. But yeah. like the show goes on fine. It's not like there's a riot, you know. Like I'm sure people punch each other in the face. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Especially because they're so thirsty. Yeah. Uh, but I, you know, who fucking cares? I, I, they weren't doing it. Um, I'm watching their set right now. Okay. as you're talking. But yeah. uh, the show went pretty much fine. And the oh, and also I was watching the show, and I was like, I bet all that figo felt kind of nice, dude. On a hot yeah. Day. Cool him off. I, it's so cool funny, like, the last half hour of it, he is, like, so methodically, like, open. It, it's a science, open, dude. I, it, open. Like it, like, and I was, like, watching him. He would, like, jiggle it a little and get such a big flow out of it. You he know, was so good you, at it. During the Christian Craighead episode, I said, like, you know, how we, well, I, I said, like, we how we feel with our phones in our hands is how Christian Craighead yes. feels. That's how yes. ICP feels with Fago in yes. their hands. They're, it's like... <laughs> A uh, robot, dude. Uh, dude, and he was just like crate after crate. Like, if you were watching this and you didn't know anything about it, you'd think their job was yeah. to get Fago onto the crowd. Uh, but it looked like a fun time. Um, one funny part that some of the people in the YouTube comments also mentioned was he's uh, trying to get the crowd hyped up, getting them to say, fuck this, fuck that, right? That's cool. Yeah. He says, fuck Eminem. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. And then he's like, I said, fuck Eminem. <laughs> and then. Still now. Everybody's like, hold on. They're like, I mean, Eminem's the, rad. The, de- the demographic for Eminem and ICP Venn diagram-wise is just a circle. It's a circle. It's a circle. It is, absolutely. Uh, and they're both Detroit, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, he couldn't – I was like – it was just kind of funny seeing how much sway Eminem had. Yeah, like, there was a lot of beef with that, yeah, too. Yeah, you talked like, about that yeah, in the episode. Yeah. Um, a lot of performers complained uh, about being really far from the audience – because of the barrier plus the camera setups, because they had a bunch of ca- cameras on like tracks going back and forth, taking sweet footage. Yeah. Uh, that being said, the Offspring, who performed later that night, which would have been sick, managed to spot some bad behavior and stop the show. Nice quote. But you know what? I was noticing something. I gotta call your attention to it for just a second. Holland said on stage, "I've been noticing there's a lot of girls coming over the top of your crowd surfing, and they're getting really groped. You know what I mean?" Now, I think just because a girl wants to go crowd surfing or whatever, that doesn't give a guy the right to molest him. You know what I'm saying? I completely yeah, agree. Yeah, agreed. A very uh, level-headed. I love the hell out of that offspring. Yeah. And, and like, they're probably uh, 30 to 50 feet. I couldn't really tell, but from the crowd. Got like, some eyes, it's, dude. It's pretty far. Yeah. Um, And this show is often kind of remembered in a very poor light for the insane amount of sexual violence that occurred. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised. Insane amounts of people shelling, uh, yelling, show me your tits. And at one point, favorite quote from reading any of this was Dave Matthews says, quote, today there's an abundance of titties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Very classy. It was when he was about to play the song Hornball, too. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Dude, I don't... Dave Matthews Band, such a conundrum yeah. to me. <laughs> it's such a conundrum. Wild. Like, I don't I don't understand the Nickelback hate. Yeah. And I don't understand Dave Matthews Band love. Nope. I, 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 especially the Nickelback hate. I 
Nickelback's You're telling incredible. me they didn't make any songs yeah. that sounded good? Fuck out of here, dude. Fuck Nickelback's off. got bangers. I don't think it's cool to shit on Nickelback anymore. Just grow up. Nickel- yeah, we've grown up. I, dude, we looking at those photographs. Love. We yeah. grew up. <laughs> um, and on top of all that, the Woodstock website itself was posting pictures of the topless women without their consent. There you go. With captions like, nice pair and show me your tits. Nice. D- Jesus. Nice. Really a different time. Yeah. Like, no, I, imagine a major festival doing that now. That, no, insane. fuck no. You, nah, they you wouldn't survive. Dude, you wouldn't get the second yeah. tweet out. You know, they would fucking rip your thumbs One off. One of my favorite videos is uh, I, there was like some kind of behind the scenes documentary thing happening with My Chemical Romance. And Gerard Way is talking about, like, he's like, yeah, there was this thing during, you know, before one of our shows where some guy was going around saying, um, you know, with a video camera, basically saying, you know, My Chemical Romance, basically saying, they're saying, if you show us your tits on camera, we'll give you tickets to their show, <sighs> which they never said that. No. Those guys were just being fucking creeps. And don't, although, and, oh, wait, no, My Chemical Romance, not 30 Seconds to Mars. No, no yeah, yeah. And so while... It's like, Jared Leto might yeah, actually Yeah, no, not that. Jared Leto. <laughs> so while, uh, while they're all, My Chemical Romance is playing, he, like, does a whole thing, and he's like, if some fucking... Creepy ass guy tells you to ask you to show him your tits, blah 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 blah. You spit in his fucking face. Hell yeah. Yeah. There's also a naked clown running around on the stage during ICP set. Yep. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, so after the who was up? Oh yeah. So later uh, we have corn. They came right after ICP. Is which... that the? Is that the sh- when he's got the long pink? Yes. Fur coat. I want that. I want Dude, corn so came after. After ICP, hot crowd, and brought the goddamn thunder, yeah. dude. It was amazing. Corn is another it one during amazing. that time. It was fucking just popped off. I was like, uh, I'll just turn on some so I can see what happened. Yeah. And then I was like, just sitting yeah. and watching it. <laughs> the like, entire oh, time. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. I love that Corn did Chris Angel's music video, Mind Freak. And it's so funny because he like produced that song for Chris Angel. But the whole music video is like... Chris Angel, and then like eighty percent shots of the lead singer of Corn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Yeah. They were amazing. They were working on a um, album. Uh, they'd been working on an album for a few months. They hadn't performed in quite some time because they're working on the album. Yeah, they took a break, came out, and just fucking party hard. They flew in on a seven thirty seven chartered, nice with a limp biscuit and Dude, ice cube. Let's go. Said it was a great time. Say what a fucking time. But during Corn's show was some of the worst groping incidents that you can actually see on camera that's uh, with women literally fighting men as it, like that's they were fucked. getting handed over the crowd. Uh, I would be terrified to be a woman in that crowd. Yeah, definitely. 100%. But um, if you watch the fucking... There, there's this one part, like, seven minutes into the set. It's like 6.49, if you guys want to look it up. But he's like, are you guys ready? And then they are. And yeah, of course. And it cuts to the crowd, and it literally looks like, oh, liquid. It looks like water, like, of waves of people. Really? Just going no shit? Say, dude, though, I was like, holy <laughs> shit. I can't imagine What a nightmare. Crowd. Yeah, what I would a never fucking do that. terrifying you know, nightmare. You know, I used to say forever, I'm not afraid of crowds. I just don't like being in them that much. And I was like, yeah. no, I'm afraid of Yeah, them. I'm afraid That's of crowds. That's insane. Yeah. Because in that crowd, you don't have any control. Yeah, no. I, you, you don't have any control. You are at the will of the hive mind. The trick like, is, you brace yourself on the shoulders of the people uh-huh. above you and you just don't let your feet touch the ground yep. sometimes. That just happens. Uh, it was incredible to watch. Outrageous fucking energy. Uh, they Corn themselves said the only thing that sucked for them at the show was an ICP 
was trying to beef with him. Oh, really? They're trying to start a fight. Really? And uh, Violent J later clarified that he actually worshipped Korn, and he made a stupid lyric dissing the lead singer of Korn for writing a song about getting bullied, and Violet J felt really bad about it, so we apologized, and Korn had no idea what he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so he huge misunderstanding. Yeah, dude, it's cool, I guess. <laughs> they, they, it seems like just a stupid misunderstanding, no big deal, but it was a little gruesome. I mean, you know, I kind of can't blame Korn for not telling what's going on, because yeah. it was also night, so even more of the lights and shit, like, yeah, they couldn't yeah, see no, shit. Yeah. Uh, it's just kind of a brutal contrast, you know? Mm-hmm. What's the word on Juxtaposition. At the next day, Kid Rock came out. Kid Rock. You know, He Kid just, actually, Rock. Wade was just telling me he just worked like a Kid Rock show. He said it was awesome, which pissed me off. But, uh, <sighs> I mean, Kid Rock has so, made some. So, listen to this. So, okay. I don't like Kid Rock at all, but he had a seven-minute intro to his set. Oh, my And God. it was badass. Was it? It was like a wrestling intro, and he comes in in 100-degree heat in a a full body fur coat and a white hat and a cane and it, and with the music blasting and I was like that's sick that Kid, looked fucking sick Kid All Rock right. has made some bangers even though he's like not a good dude and and I also think it's fascinating that he has convinced you know Ugh. like like there's a lot of people that have convinced you know listeners that they are you know down to that earth he's poor. but poor but yeah. like he really sold that, like, and, white trash, like, even though he grew up in, like, a mansion and stuff like that. So it's funny, while I was planning this, I wrote uh, about Kid Rock, and then I was like, uh, I, I didn't even watch the set, because I wasn't gonna. And then I, I did. I watched the yeah. set. I watched a bunch of it. And at one point in the set, he's even, like, uh, saying, I'm I'm for Coors, I'm for Trailer Parks, mm-hmm. you know, like, going out and, like, really hamming it up. I was like, no, you're fucking Romanticizing, not. uh... Poverty. Yeah, romanticizing So, poverty. later in the set, he says, you want me to get political? I was like, no. No, no one, no one. <laughs> Absolutely. Who was saying that in this crowd? Uh, he says, this is about as deep as Kid Rock thinks. He says Kid Rock. Yeah. Monica Lewinsky is a hoe, and Bill Clinton is a goddamn pimp. And I was like, oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Okay, because, and the reason he said this is because it, this was on the weekend before um, Bill Clinton's impeachment. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so, but I was like, shut the, f- oh, my God. Why did everybody get so... It was mean to Monica Lewinsky. Fire. Yeah, what What the what f- is the fuck did she do wrong? One of them was the president yeah. and lied. <laughs> what did she do? Another thing people uh, blame the disaster of this show on is when Kid Rock tells everyone to throw water bottles on the stage at the end of his set. Oh, that's good. Why? That's good. Why would you do that? <clears throat> it was a disaster. It looked like a hailstorm. Yeah, I it can really imagine. It looked like a hailstorm. Uh, super dumb thing to say. I don't understand... It's just so selfish. I'm like, dude, you're not going to deal with this stage. Yeah, no, and, and we can't have all that shit on the stage. One, one, you're disrespecting the venue staff, you're making them, the and you're performer. disrespecting the next artist coming on after you. I hate you. that yeah, shit. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit, dude. Rappers are terrible about that too. I'll talk yeah. about that shit. Um, so I don't. But that being said, I don't know how much I think him th- getting water bottles thrown on the fucking stage was why this thing gets yeah. worse. Because no, it yeah. gets worse. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, you know, and a, but a lot of people were gunning for him. I'm like, whatever. Maybe go for him because he's a trashy piece mm. of garbage. Not because he did that stupid little thing. In this chaos of a fucking festival, I mean. So the person who gets uh, the most blame, and I would say fairly rightfully, is Limp Biscuit Because they're up next. And their performance was infamously littered with sexual assault. Oh, my God. It was actually their um, trigger warning that there were a few unconfirmed 
semi unconfirmed. It's kind of hard to parse between all yeah. the articles. Um, allegations of gang rapes during no mosh pits. Shit. Yeah, like pay, taking women down. And I couldn't see. It was it was pretty hard to confirm that part but there were plenty of like real assaults and and everything that was like definitely confirmed so it was like and they yeah. definitely were concentrated at limp biscuit i was a i'm i'm just letting this icp fucking set play and there's a portion that i just watched where he has a girl lifted up and then just throws her into the fago pen <laughs> <laughs> And she was like, yeah, yeah. She was about doesn't set her down, uh, and and like this Fago bin is like, full of two this. liters. Like that must have fucking hurt, dude. <laughs> Let me see it, dude. Let me hold see on. it. Um, there was uh, if you read enough of these articles, you'll see a lot of these allegations leveled during the corn performance. But I was able to confirm from a Wapo article that I also forgot to cite earlier. Yeah, that uh, a police investigator confirmed it was during Limp Biscuit set. So oh shit. Yeah. That's fucking awful, bro. But San Francisco Examiner tears into this aspect of it, but also while littering it with, like, Fred Durst isn't even singing, this isn't music. <laughs> and I was like, dude, My opinion I was about like, stop. I'm like, don't, and I'm like, don't combine these things. Don't, like, yeah, invalidate yeah. it because of their music. Like, yeah. dude, what the fuck ever. One one thing I do like, you know, I, I've, I, I, I like a lot about the current, like, culture of going to concerts and festivals like nowadays that would never happen like as soon as you like unless you're driving yeah yeah (laughs) unless you like at least the shows i go to as soon as you like put your hands on someone inappropriately like and they know people know about it like you're probably gonna you're gonna get your ass kicked yeah by at least a couple people and you know that i mean that is a good point and from what i saw not the vibe at this concert like people the way too much of that shit it was really awful um Durst came out in the middle of performance and said that the promoters asked him to calm the now recognized volatile situation. Oh, here oh, we go. Watch this. Watch okay, this. he's spraying so her. So he's got her. He's yeah, got her. Oh, full he's got, lift. Yeah, full lift. Throws Just, her onto oh. the fago. <laughs> yeah. They're like vertical. So yeah. She, oh. Throws her onto the fago. Doesn't yeah. look at her again. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God, I, I missed dude. that. Yeah, what that's, a, that's wow. fucked. <laughs> that's pretty fucked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely a good metaphor for how women were treated at yeah, this concert. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, recognized volatile situation. The promoters were like, Durst, you got to calm him down. We need the voice of reason Fred Durst out here. Oh, yeah. And he says, I don't think you should mellow out. This is 1999, motherfuckers. Stick those Birkenstocks up your ass. Which is funny because that statement aged because Birkenstocks are cool again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he played the song Break Stuff and then encouraged them to break stuff. There we go. Which isn't good. Not good at all. It's, Especially in an so, already, like, fucking My My thing melt- with these is, like, people have to agree to do those things yeah you know yeah. like you can't get just mad at fred durst for yeah. saying everybody take your pants off and then they all do yeah like, what why did they all do that i i get that but also but also you wield a lot of power yeah, people you, will as an just artist you are you know you have i think you have more responsibility than the crowd doing it yes, because absolutely. The, the seed would not have been planted in their mind to do it unless yeah. you someone who's influential to these people said to do it i think it just really blows my mind that this is a thing yeah that at a, that a crowd a musician can get people to just yeah Fuck shit up. Yep. So the crowd began destroying a camera tower. The, the MTV crew was on. No They're throwing garbage at him, ripping planks off the stage. And Durst was reportedly laughing as he was escorted off stage. He's ha ha ha. Didn't think. Didn't give of a course, fuck. He said he had a great time. He's not gonna have to deal with it. 
The Beastie Boys, at their acceptance of the 1999 MTV Music Award, actually took the time to call out the show and um, for the things that happened and implore the other musicians to do more to protect girls and women who come to their shows. Nice, nice. Cool. Beastie I was like, Boys. hell yeah, like Beastie dude. Boys have always been just like With the good dudes. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. Um and you know he was musicians. He was telling to like work more with the promoters to get like actual security yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so next, some really cringe writers at the time kind of blame Rage Against the Machine, who comes up next, for making everyone angrier. And I'm like, fuck off, Grandpa! Yeah, well, <laughs> What's Rage Against the Machine gonna do? Calm everyone yeah. down? Have you ever it's heard a Rage Against name, the Machine dog. song? Stop being the machine, yeah. Boomer. So uh, then, then. Get this, the fucking Rolling Stone, the famous, yeah. super cool rock and roll magazine calls out Rage Against the Machine for burning an American flag on stage, calling it a desecration. Really? I'm like, you, Bro, cringe you guys are fucking, fucking posers. Oh my and God, boomers, you neoliberal losers, yeah. dude. Fucking rock That's what and the roll political climate was at the time. Like, the neoliberal height during Clinton's era was like, America rocks. Nothing bad's ever happened. Yeah. Eat a dick. Yeah. Um. So I don't. I don't really get vibe with any of that. I was like, Raging the Machine. You should burn flags. Everyone should go burn a flag right now, but not buy it. Don't yeah, buy a don't flag. Buy and burn it. it. Yeah. Burn someone's flag down. And uh, I, it's a totally valid form of protest. And it's stupid to think that a stupid rag matters at all. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, shame on the Rolling Stones. I will never look at their shit the same. Yeah, I'm incredibly surprised that they are just like, like that's not no that no that's, that's not rock and roll. And like them getting mad that like Rage Against Machine didn't calm them down. Fuck off. I'm like. They have a song that says, fuck you, yeah. I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> it's just, that's the vibe. That's what it's for. And also, this would be a sweet festival. There's a bunch of badass bands. That's true. Corn, The Offspring, fucking Rage Against the Machine. I would not go to the Limp Biscuit concert. No, no, no sir, <laughs> no. no sir. I'd probably skip Kid Rock too, yeah. if you, especially if he's on the other side. Oh yeah, I'd fucking. Nah. I'm not walking. I'm gonna go listen to the emerging yeah. artists. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to the Muse. Um, <clears throat> there were a lot of Gen X shit heels kind of pinning the violence um, on Rage Against the Machine, but I will not stand for such lies. Yeah, no fucking. They're Absolutely also like not. real more like the a real moral band who like has a real message and is consistent and true. I I fuck with Rage Against Machine. Yeah, same. So the thing that Woodstock '99 is most famous for, and what I've been alluding to this whole time, is for how it ends. And I've tried to keep that a bit of a secret as I tell the story. Do you know how this ends? How? Okay. So the last concert of the festival is the Red Hot Chili Peppers, which okay. may or nice. may or may not be the reason I was advocating for Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> that makes sense. Because I watched almost their whole set, and I was like, all right. Hell yeah. yeah. Tight, tight. Uh, uh, so absolutely essential ingredient for any late 90s rock festival. Yeah, oh, you need yeah. You gotta you add need these peppers, them. brother. Yeah, it, absolutely. It would be embarrassing yeah. if they weren't there at the show. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even look at the handbill, like, where are the chili peppers? When did they play? Yeah, what's going on here? Uh, the bassist was butt-ass naked for the entire show. I think I remember seeing that, yeah. So I turn on the YouTube set, and it starts with him spread eagle, nice, camera nice. on his cock. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> on YouTube? 
I didn't know you could do this. Oh my god. I had no idea. And uh also very much of the times. I don't think any Yeah, I mean there were there were hella wieners and boobies out on the ice. They wouldn't do lots of wieners out on stage anymore. No, 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 no. And like it's so funny because you don't expect to see that on YouTube now, how regular it is. I was confused. We were watching like a short horror film on YouTube on the Twitch stream and then like all of a sudden, like, this girl's in a bathtub and her boobies are out. And I was like, oh, my God. And I fucking, like, moved my camera in front yeah. of it. And then I watched another one where this dude, like, gets his ass beat and the guy pees on him. And he whips out his wiener and <laughs> it shows it. And I'm like, bro. Hey, shit. Yeah, you're going to get me banned. But if you're going to show titties, you got to show Yeah, penis. you got to show wiener. Show you got to hang hogs. And some balls. Uh, got a lot of the the basis. I think it was flea is the yeah, basis. Flea, flea, yeah. I hate that I know that. Yeah. Furious <laughs> that I have that fact. And I saw what his balls look like from behind. Nice. Which is, we love it. You never forget. Uh, anyway, the contemporary writing at the time about this incident is total dog shit. It basically blames RHCP for inciting a riot by playing the song Fire as a tribute to Jimi Hendrix. SFGate, Rolling Stone, and another local paper that I did forget all outright blamed the Peppers or the Chilies. What would be cool? I don't the know. Red Hots. The Red Hots. I like the uh, Red Blame the Red Hots as if they chose the song for that moment. What actually happened, which I confirmed through the AV Club, who I love dearly, is during the Red Hots set, an anti-gun activist group showed up to the concert and handed out a bunch of little candles that were supposed to be lit when the band played Under the Bridge. Maybe also why I was advocating for that song. Yeah, Have you ever heard fair. that song? Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I fucking, so I fucked with it. Here, I'm going to play those seven peppers. seconds of it because that's allowed. I looked it up. It's legal. So just for the listeners. I don't ever want to be. I got it. Like I did that All right, that's it. But yeah, that song. Perfect. Oh, so good. That song. So good. Uh, yeah, it goes. Yeah, it goes. And I'm like, look, if you're going to put a candle up, you got to do it yeah, for that song. that song. It doesn't really make any sense to do it at other time. So I get where their head's at. Um, but they they handed out a bunch of candles when, as bonfires had started to emerge, filled with mostly garbage. Yeah, naturally. And then a the bunch of people have candles. And from there, fires start blooming all over. We love it. So I'm not – and it was – it just so happened to be the moment when the Red Hots were playing the song Fire on the set list. Oh. That's it. I'm not going to blame the Red Hot Chili Peppers for a moment of delicious coincidence. Yeah, no. Beautiful yeah. moment. Divine coincidence, <laughs> if you will. I mean, thank you for that to happen. Insane. The stars aligned that day. Jimi Hendrix the was, he was looking he, down, yeah. fucking saluting, because he, like, he was in the army. Yeah, he was like, hell yes, brother. Uh, so, yeah, it, it was not on them. But a lot of fucking no, people report not. them for like, like getting a fire going because they played the song Fire. And I was like, it was at the original Woodstock, bitch. They were, they were playing it all right. It's a tribute, motherfucker. I will not stand for RHCP slander either. You ever heard Californication? Incredible. Amazing. Incredible. Um, so there were some pretty big fires. The promoter actually goes on stage in the middle of the set to tell everyone that is not a planned fire. Uh, and they need to stay out of the way of the firefighters. And then they continue. It's not the show. a planned fire. Do they you were guys, like, guys, guys that have... fire out there, it's real. It's not part of the show. <laughs> Don't go near it. We're gonna need to put it this, out. This is a free range fire. I'm gonna need you guys to, to clear. To back it up. Skedaddle is the Midwest term for that. Skedaddle. Um, so yeah, then they just continued the show. Which is a surprise. I mean, I don't know. But RHCP is the last show of the whole festival. Okay. So this is it. It's a good way to close it out though. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, sort of. Yeah. Might as well fucking uh, go full, full uh, catastrophe. As police and firefighters show up to put out the blazes, concertgoers throw rocks and garbage at them. Uh, then they knock down a light tower, tip over some vehicles, and burn all of the vendors' booths and nearby trailers. Oh no shit. Yeah. I can't, I can only, like, I, that's gotta be the only time in, I wanna say, uh, modern firefighter history that where they, they were fought attacked. the firefighters. Yeah, where they fought the firefighters. Uh, there was supposed to be a rave that evening, but instead, a cadre of riot police showed up to restore order and push out the filthy hippies. The filthy fucking. Except hippies. in this case, it was mostly just like yeah. shitty white dudes. Yeah. Um, in total, there were approximately four to six reported instances of rape and sexual assault. Jesus fuck. Twelve trailers, um, a bus, and many booths, and every portable toilet was burned. And six people were injured, which was shockingly yeah, six low. Six people. I was like, man, the riot police, you wait way easier yeah. on people back then. I would I would imagine there was a lot more probably injuries and sexual assaults and things that just didn't get reported. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Tons. Uh so three people would end up dying. One person would die from hyperthermia in the middle of the festival. Damn. Another died of a heart attack, probably drug related. And a third died in a car accident walking away from the concert, and I was like, I don't, I don't know if that counts, that, yeah. but everybody did. Okay. MTV called it that, no and I was, shit, yeah. Really? And I was like, I don't. But also, uh, Rainbow Gathering. When I was reading about that, they they did the same thing. Oh, okay. People yeah. who were walking there died. They were like, it's death at Rainbow yeah. Gathering. Uh, bullshit. I, mean, I, I don't know. I kind of get, yeah, it, I get but it, but it's they, they. You know, the media is gonna hype that up the wrong way. Um, protests would emerge uh, later for the poor treatment of women involved in the whole concert, nice. and many accusations were thrown at the promoters for cutting costs and being super cheap pieces of shit. Nice, nice. And uh, nothing bad happened to any of them. Of course not. And that's nah, how that of ends. Of course not. <laughs> I'm why, sorry. Would any, why would anybody no, be held no, accountable for anything that happened? This was the late 90s, happened. and we were at the entire country was openly <laughs> slut-shaming a woman oh, yeah. central thing with the president. Because yep. uh, she was the person who did something yeah, wrong. And, yeah, and uh, nobody really gave a shit, unfortunately. Damn. So that's how that ends. And I hate to end it like that, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, but, but it was a disaster that's of crazy. a fucking concert. Concert, good truly. job though. Good job. Good story. It was a good festival. It was it I mean for a catastrophe for story, yeah, yeah, for content purposes. That being but. said, I read some comments around Reddit. You, I read a 10-year-old Reddit thread no to find this. And half of the people were like, yeah, I had every single thing I owned stolen at this concert. Sounds about right. Yeah, I saw someone get like their head stomped on. Jesus. And then other people were like, best time of my yeah. life. Corn was incredible. <laughs> I would fucking die to see this concert again. So, oh, you know, God. just like anything else. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's a fucking <clears throat> potentially 300,000 people there. There's going to be a lot of different experiences. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, but I do kind of think this was the end of the era. Like, for trying the Ultra Fest. Yeah. Especially yeah. now, because it's not, like, the big deal that it used to be. Yeah, and, like, back then... Like, Coachella fe- gets more people. Back then, festivals were, like, a big thing. They were, like, a big... Like, you weren't... Like, nowadays, you've, you're probably, like... Summertime rolls around, you got, like, 20 yeah. festivals within a couple months yeah, of each and, other. Yeah, and Coachella... Yeah, that's a big part yeah. of it. Yeah, there's only, like, a few. Coachella only has... I mean, Coachella has 250,000 over the whole concert. So it's, yeah. like... It's not that remarkable. Yeah, anymore, but it's, uh, it's it's pretty saturated. So what you guys should now. take away from this is don't be in hot crowds. Uh, prepare for the venue you're going to be at, and um, and if you see corn f- rocks, corn <laughs> fucking rules, brother. <laughs> and if you see someone getting assaulted, 
Uh, lay them fuck out. It. Yeah, lay somebody lay, out. Yeah, lay them the fuck. Not the person. Don't lay out the person getting assaulted. Lay Please out the don't person. Be confused about that. Yeah. <laughs> lay out the You're person ridiculous. who's doing the assaulting. Um, so I'm covering. Yeah, what are you covering? The Chowchilla kidnappings of 1976. Oh yeah, you gave me a little hinty poo. This while, is be like a long. While episode. talking, while you were talking, I realized I didn't finish my notes. But I know the story so well that I can just go off my okay. top of my head. Um, so I covered the story along. It was like one of my first YouTube videos, and I was looking for something to cover because I never know what i'm doing until like a couple days prior and i went to all that is interesting.com and uh looked and saw that it was on the front page so i was like well i'll be darned because it happened on july 15th so it was you know the anniversary was a couple oh yeah yeah ago. oh yeah there's yeah. also and and as the woodstock 99 documentaries coming out crazy trendsetter yes sir and so i was like oh you know what i'm gonna cover that but Download, uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Yes, sir. Um, download, rate, review, subscribe. Email us at me on add us on Instagram. Go follow the podcast, Snacks Podcast. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so I was like, all right, I'll cover that. And so I decided to just I couldn't find the notes I did for it originally, which is probably a good idea uh, or a good thing because they were probably an absolute mess. Because um, my notes now are bad, but back then they were even worse. Even worse. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um. So on Thursday, July fifteenth. 1976, school bus driver Edward Ray, um, who the children call Ed, Edward Ray, he had like a, what was his middle name, hold on, let me see, I want to give him the full credit, Frank Edward Ray, that was his, that was his full name, and okay. the kids called him Ed, so he's driving a school bus full of 26 children home from a summer field trip, um, and the kids had just spent the entirety of the day in the hot California sun at the local swimming pool. So while on their way back to drop the kids off, Ed rolls up to a van that's parked in the road. And Chowchilla is a fairly small community. The population today, according to the census, is like 18,000. So like back then, 70s, it was going to way less than that. So, um, yeah, I even said back in 1976, I can imagine that it was not a very big town at all. But anyway, so Ed's driving this bus full of children. He clocks his van in the middle of the road. So he pulls up to it. He thinks it's going to be one of his neighbors, you know, someone in the town, and their van broke down, so he's going to give them a ride back into town, and then they can get help with whatever. So he pulls up, and he opens the door, and that's when he's confronted by three men who are armed and wearing fucking pantyhose over their heads like a bunch of fucking stupid dweebs. Um, so they board the bus, and uh, they put a sawed-off shotgun in Ed's face and tell him to get out of his seat and head to the back of the bus. So the children aren't really sure what's happening. You know, they've obviously never experienced anything like this. And the ch- these ages of children range from age 5 to 14, being the oldest. Okay. So they're, like, super young. And one kid even goes on um, to say, as they don't know what's going on, as Ed's walking to the back of the bus, one of the kids is like, what's happening? And Ed tells him in a very serious voice to sit down and do what they say. And the kids said they knew something was wrong because Ed's never talked to them like that. So, which is fucking. Did the sh- they didn't see the shotgun. Well, I, I mean, they're kids. Like it's, it's. They're like something's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> Ed's me, being weird. Me and empath. Me <laughs> and empath sensing something is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> two people holding a shotgun at the end of the bus. <laughs> this is odd. I don't know. So, um, so one of the men hops in the driver's seat of the bus. The second sits near uh, the front of the bus, and the third one hops in the van that was in the middle of the street. And the. These men with Ed and the children, they begin driving. They drive for a little bit before they park the bus in, like, a 
ravine thing. Um, and they chose this specific location because the bamboo and the brush was tall enough to conceal the bus. It was higher than the bus. So it was going to be easy to hide. So at this location, the men have a second van waiting, and they begin putting the kids in these two vans. And these vans, uh, the windows have been painted over, and they've installed wood paneling everywhere so that there was no possible way you could see in or out, and it was also soundproof. Um, so they also made these kids jump from the back of the bus's emergency exit into the back of these vans as to not leave any footprints. Um, so, Damn. Yeah, right? Damn. So the kidnappers drive around for like 12 hours with these kids in the back of this van, these two vans. And uh, there are reports that like, um, I read somewhere that they were they would sing songs to try to keep their spirits up. And they sang, if you're happy, you know what, clap your hands. But they changed it to, if you're sad and you know what, clap your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, died. Clap, uh, clap. Yeah. So, I bet the uh, kidnappers love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, guys, let's yeah. be as annoying yeah. as possible. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's 99 way bottles to do. of beer yes, on the wall. Sir. Um, so, like I said, they drive around for like 12 hours. And when they stop, they're only about 100 miles away from Chowchilla. They're in a town called uh, Livermore, and it's just outside. They stopped the vans just outside of the local quarry. Um, so, basically, the men drove these kids around for hours and hours and hours uh, so they wouldn't okay. get an idea of where they are. Um, oh, dude, the quarry is such a bad place. Yeah, oh, dude, Everything yeah. bad happens at the quarry. Brian Wells got that yep. shit taped to him on a quarry. Nothing good happens at a quarry. If someone's like, you want to go to the quarry and throw no. big stuff in? You no. say no. Say no. Don't go say to the no. quarry. Keep out of the quarry. 100%. So um, the men pull Ed out of the van, and then one by one, they begin taking the children out. And, you know, obviously it's a fucking... They're scared because they don't know what's going to happen. Um... Excuse me, I had a burp. Uh, They don't know what's going to happen. They don't know if they're being taken out of the van to be killed or whatever. But so uh, they were pulling the last, like there were two kids left in the van and they were pulling the last kid out. And he was like, you know, I felt bad because I couldn't, you know, I wanted to stay with this, one of the older kids. Like, I want to stay with this kid and like, you know, help them and help them feel better. But we're both getting, I'm getting pulled out of the van and I can't do that. So she's in there alone. But anyways... So all the kids are out, and when they're taken out of the van, they're escorted over to a hole in the ground. And they're forced to climb down into this hole. Uh, and once all the kids are down there, they cover the hole with a manhole cover. And it's a huge hole. So they're, they're, the kids go down, and um, they put the manhole cover over it. And the kids said they could hear dirt being shoveled onto the manhole cover. And they were like, oh, fuck, they're burying us alive. So the kids yeah. are 12 feet underground, and they're inside this hole that they could hear ventilation fans. Yeah, right? Oh. They could hear ventilation fans running, and there were mattresses mattresses scattered about, and there were jugs of water as well as, like, peanut butter and loaves of bread and shit for the kids to eat and drink. So obviously back in Chowchilla, parents are losing their fucking minds because their kids are missing, you know? Um, there was a quote that I, I couldn't find it, but I remember reading it when I first did this story where, like, one of the parents were like, um, yeah, with you know, I came home and there was no, I came home from work and there was no sound of laughter. There was no peanut butter on the table. They just weren't there, and so um, they contact authorities. It's yeah, it's Call yeah. It peanut butter on the dude, table. Yeah, like that. fucking that sad, sad, dude. <laughs> so they contact authorities, and if I remember correctly, po- local police were like, uh, "Yeah, we're weighing over our fucking heads." 
and immediately contact the state police, which is great. We love when police do that, when they know they can't handle something, so they fucking Oh, they didn't just try to deal with it themselves? My men got this. Shut up, nerd. Oh, my God, they're always the worst. So together with the state... uh, Town police, state police, they searched the area by a helicopter and they find the school bus, but were a bit perplexed when there was no evidence to go off from there. There was no footprints. All they saw were a set of tire tracks, and that's it. So police put out a nationwide bolo and asked for anyone to call in if they've seen anything. Now, back in the underground prison, things are not going well. Don't call <laughs> Back in the underground yeah. prison. So the fans that... But at least we're not calling it a tune. Yeah, that's true. That's good. So uh, the fans that they could hear running have stopped uh, and are not circulating air anymore. Um, and part of the roof of this little area they're in has caved in. So the situation is looking pretty fucking grim. And Ed knew if they didn't do something, they were going to die down here. Be it lack of air, starvation, or the fucking roof of wherever they are caves in. So Ed, as well as the oldest boy, Michael Marshall, who's 14, tells the rest of the kids, quote, if we're going to die, we're going to die trying to get out of here. So they stack all of the mattresses. Yes, sir. Hell yeah. They stack all the mattresses up until they're able to reach the hole that they had been that they had came in and uh, Michael attempts to open it, but it won't budge. And it turns out the kidnappers had placed 200 pound uh, like diesel batteries on top of the oh, manhole shit. cover. Yeah. So How many kids they got 26. You can't get like a stack of kids. I mean, uh, on each the quarter? oldest boy is 14. So oh, it's like, no, yeah. And they're, I mean, and they're the having combined to st- strength of all these children. You and know? they're having to stack mattresses up on it. So to get there, so I don't, I just do it. It's not plausible. So, um, nonetheless, you know, they don't give up. Ed and Michael manage to wedge a piece of wood under the manhole cover, and using that, they're able to um, force it off, force the batteries off, and move the manhole, manhole cover. So, after that happens, the kidnappers, uh, after that happens, I'm sorry, they're placed with another uh, challenge. So, the kidnappers, what they had done, I'm trying to. You can look up pictures of the cover, not yet, don't do it. But basically what they did is they built, like, the underground prison, and then they put pieces of wood in a square over the manhole cover and then piled, like, dirt on the side of that and then put dirt in that. Yeah. So, um... uh, Jesus! Yeah, they really went the fucking... Jesus! Um... So Michael's already exhausted from moving these heavy batteries and, you know, just fucking exhausted as hell. But nonetheless, he continues. And from the kidnapping. Yeah, and from the kidnapping, obviously. Oh, I am just so, worn yeah, out from all right? this kidnapping. right, all this kidnapping. And so... These are the worst human beings alive. Mm-hmm. So nonetheless, though, he starts digging, and he keeps digging. Um, and at this point in time, the kids have been underground for 16 hours. Um, yeah, so... No, wait, did they have food and water? Yeah, they had food and water. Okay, okay. Yeah. Good food? It was, I think, peanut butter and loaves of bread is what it said. Survivable. Yeah, survivable. I've yeah. gone and across water. America yeah. with exactly <laughs> those three things. <laughs> so, um, they've been underground for 16 hours at that point. One of the survivors recounted Michael's determination in the escape, saying, quote, he dug until he was exhausted, and then he kept on digging. There was no quit in him. Um, so finally, after digging and digging and digging, he had reached the top, and sunshine beamed through the underground tomb. One of the kids recounted being able, it looked like 
stars or like glitter falling into the hole because it was like the sun reflecting off the dirt and stuff uh, like that. Um, Michael made sure the abductors were not in the area and then him and Ed began pulling children from the hole. So the group walks to the nearby quarry to get help and the quarry security is like, oh shit, when they see him because this is already this has made national national news already. Like everybody everybody knows knows who these kids are by now. And so the police were contacted and the police come and they take them to the really the only place that they can house these kids until so they can get them checked out, which was the local jail. Um, so there's like pictures of these kids in like little white jail jail jumpsuits uh. that are like rolled up to their to on their arms because they at the the entirety of this they've been in swimsuits and stuff like that. That's crazy. So, um, they get taken to the local jail. They they give them the jumpsuits that are way too big for them. Uh, they they feed them like soda and like I think they had a bunch of apples for them and stuff like that. And um, they're checked out by the doctors to make sure none of the kids had any serious injuries. And uh, which surprisingly enough, none of them did. Oh. It was all superficial, wow. like bump scrapes, stuff like that. That's cool. So. Now police, and, and, and after a while, they're loaded onto a bus and taken back to their parents and reunited and stuff like that. Um, so police are obvious like, uh, okay, well, I need to, we need to figure out what the fuck is going on here. And they begin investigating, um, oh, hold on a second, let me look something up. They, Edward, sorry, I need this date real quick. So, um, they begin looking into what the, like, how this happened. So they go to the place where the, the, the underground tomb was and they dig it up. And it turns out these, these men had, excuse me, these men had dug out the side of like a berm. Okay. And put a giant moving truck in it. Like a like a, a actual like giant. You can look at pictures oh. of it. It's in. So they put this giant moving truck pretty much underground, and then um, cut holes in the wheel wells and for to use the bathroom in, and like put you know. They, and they made like a bunch of ventilation stuff so they could get fresh air through it and stuff like that. And it's like. Like it was, it it took a lot of fucking work to do this. What's like this there called? was, it's called the Chowchilla kidnappings. Chowchilla um, bus. Chowchilla bus. Chowchilla. It's yeah. So they placed a moving truck underground. I'm trying to. There's a date oh, I forgot to put. Yeah. Um. Oh. Because. Oh, so this was their j. Okay. Wow. How long were they gonna keep these kids? What's the plan? Um. So we're gonna month long celebration. March funny because uh, they uh, spoiler at the end of this, you know, Edward Ray is obviously fucking a hero. Yeah, but and they and they they delegate a whole day after him for this. I'm oh, that's trying cool. to figure out what the date is, and I cannot find it for some reason. But um, so police start investigating. They have they're basically like, okay, whoever the fuck these dudes are, they. Buried an entire... February 26th. February 26th, good, thank you. Um, they buried an entire moving truck underground. So this is obviously very p- well planned in advance. Um, Definitely not sperm. Yeah, no, no, not a, not a crime of they, passion. They like, bury it, and yeah. then they're like, you know, we could put kids yeah. in this. <laughs> <laughs> and so they're basically like, okay, well, obviously for someone to be able to do this, they would need just 
like unsupervised access to this quarry. Yeah, like they would need access to the equipment to do this. They they didn't dig this fucking hole by hand. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, they start looking into who has this kind of access to the quarry, and that's when they honed their sights in on Frederick Newhall Woods the fourth. Okay. And Frederick Newhall Woods is the son of the quarry owner. So they start looking into him. Oh. They start looking into him, and they end up, and, and he had been arrested. He had a prior conviction for, like, Grand Theft Auto or something like that. Um, had a prior conviction for, for Grand Theft Auto, and so they start looking into him. And uh, it's so funny. So they, they search his home, and they find... Damning evidence. Basically, they find a piece of paper that says the plan, and just, like literally, it says the plan. The plan. And it, steal the yeah. kids, steal and the kids. And then it quotes kidnap. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then jam them in the bus Basically. that I buried here. Uh-huh. And like they also had like the kids, the kid, like because they they had really like scouted this out, and they had all the kids' name on like the back of a Jack in the Box wrapper that they had like oh, wrote everything. Whoa. Yeah. So, um. They start looking into him, and they're like, well, this is obviously fucking, this is obviously, this dude did it. Yeah. So they arrest him, and he's also has two accomplices, James Schoenfeld and Richard Schoenfeld. The um, fucking Schoenfeld. The Schoenfeld brothers, dude. Famous uh, so kid So Frederick, grabbers. at the time of the kidnapping, was 24. Uh, James was 24, and Richard was 22. And so they take these guys in, and they're like, what the, what the fuck, bro? What the fuck is this? And they're like, well, and and it's funny to me too because these dudes come from such wealthy. Like, Frederick comes from a well, his dad owns a fucking quarry, so he comes from a He's very from wealthy money. family. So the whole point of what they were gonna do is they kidnapped these kids and they were gonna hold them for ransom. And in their ransom note, they demanded five million dollars, and that's the equivalent to twenty three point eight million dollars today. And they were going to basically hold these kids ransom, and then they were going to make the police drop the money off at all these locations and stuff like that. Um, And so the plan was kidnap the kids. They're going to take them to the hole, put them in the hole, and they are going to call the police, be like, this is our ransom, this is what we want, blah, 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 blah. And they were going to hang up the phone, they were going to get their money, and they were going to get the fuck out of Dodge. Because apparently, even though they were all wealthy, they were in a lot of debt for oh, some reason. Okay. Tons of debt. Um, this is senseless. That, that I guess they couldn't ask this their like parents for. Gain. Dude, it, it, it's exactly. like pain and It's like pain and gain, which was our least favorite story we ever went yeah. through. So, um, what had ended up happening, though, because uh, this whole ordeal was like... Uh, it, it happened and was over and like... Under seventy two hours, it was like thirty six hours, and they were it's done. So, oh wow, they kidnap the kids. They they kidnap the kids. They put them in the hole. They and by the time they had got the kids into the hole, this had already made national news because twenty six fucking kids just disappeared. Yes. So this is everywhere, and people police are like, hey, if you have any, if you've seen anything, if you have any tips, you know, please call us and call our hotline. This, that, and the other. And, um, so when the kidnappers got back to their hideout or whatever, they tried to call the police to ask for their ransom, but they couldn't get through because the phone lines were tied up and so busy because uh, all the people calling into the police. They're like, what's, yeah, why is everyone like, so busy fuck today? Is going on here? Why is everyone calling the yeah. police station? So, um, they were like, all right, you know what? That's fine. Let's take a nap. 
get some sleep, wake up yeah. in the morning, and fucking give them a call. So they take a nap, and they wake up, and by the time they had woken up, the kids already escaped and, <laughs> and been found safe. Um, I was like, dude, I mean, taking a nap in the middle of something, no one's going to even, like, be near the box? Yeah. yeah it's, no? Because they, really? they were fully dependent. Um, February 26th, man, I totally skipped over that, that sentence that was there, but that said it. But um, basically, like, I guess they were just super dependent on, like, the the ventilation actually, you know, keeping oh, they them alive. They would, oh, and they and, thought like, they'd just be chill. rationing out the food and stuff uh, like that. Yeah. So they really were counting on having them for a while. Yeah, no, because, and, and their, their, whole, their whole thing was, like, you know, um, we what? kidnapped these kids because we needed a lot of money, so we knew we were going to need a lot of... Kids. Yeah, kids, yeah, <laughs> to ransom. Um, and, I don't know, grab like uh, 20 of them. Yeah, so, and they said, quote, we needed multiple victims to get multiple millions, and we picked children because children are precious. The state would be willing to pay ransom for them, and they don't fight back. They're vulnerable. Oh. They, will, they will mind. Um, but they took an adult, too, yeah, which is yeah, really yeah. going to fuck your thing up. I, that's what I thought, too. I, but I I, like, what a wild I, card to have. I think it's one of those things where it's like they didn't really have a choice because how are they going to get – this number of kids yeah. without you know, the adult. So here's... I guess they could have kicked Ed off the bus and like... Yes. Yeah, yes. What the fuck? I couldn't risk witnesses, I guess. I was like... I was just thinking they were weirdly like... I don't know. Almost considerate of the kids yeah. in that situation. They didn't hit them, right? Yeah. No, they they didn't... They, they, they didn't hurt them in any way, but... Pretty smooth. Yeah. And they gave them food and water. They're just like, we're just going to put you out of sight. So I see where their head's at on that. But then they just, they were so dumb and sloppy about everything. Every single Leaving thing. their plans written on a fucking, fucking thing. In their, no one looking at the side. box. Yeah, yeah, nobody guarding anything, dude. It's it's one of those things and where the it's whole like, plan of like, oh, I don't have any money, so I'll just steal 20 yeah, children. Yeah, yeah, like, Steal 26 children instead of like talking to my dad or something. This is this uh, is more convoluted and stupid than painting game it, or the Brian. It's one of the case. yeah, it's one of those things where like they did, they had the whole plan played out and everything, but they just didn't have any like contingencies of like what if this happens? What if that happens? What if this happens? What if that they were like this was going to happen. Kids are going to stay there. We're going to be fine. And instead of being like they might try to escape, so let's have someone down there and see if you know. Maybe. They really did have like a childish view of how this whole yeah, thing could play yeah. out. We'll just put them in the box and sleep, and, and then we'll get our money in the morning. They'll be fine. We'll call the police station. They'll give us all our money, and they definitely <laughs> won't track us or anything like that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What a, this is so weird. It's it's like a child's idea. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But and they it, like did a huge it, thing, and it's obviously and it's obvious that like these dudes albeit being from a wealthy family, aren't very intelligent no. because the 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 amount of fuck ups in this plan like outrageous. Yeah, it's and it's obviously one of those things where like they were probably never told no or anything like that. So they're like, we can just get away with this and do Yeah. We're narcissistic and too smart for everyone else. It's like uh the wrestler case. I can always forget that dude's name. We covered the movie, remember? The wrestler. Oh the billionaire. DuPont. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's right. He was like a weirdo. Yeah. He's had a lot of money. No one could tell him no. Mm-hmm. And, he said this fucking mommy. Uh, man, that's a, is that it? So all three of them pled guilty to kidnapping Fair. for ransom and robbery, but they refused to plead guilty to infliction of bodily harm because they never hurt the kids. As a conviction on that count, 
Well, I thought I heard. I thought I heard something. No. Oh. So, uh, as a conviction um, on that count, in conjunction with the kidnapping charges, carries a mandatory sentence to life in prison without the possibility really? of parole. So, um, so it's weird that I am like I don't think they should get a life sentence. They were they were tried on the bodily harm charge and found guilty and given the mandatory sentence, but. Uh, but happen. the but the convictions were eventually overturned in an appeal court. Because it was too much, they said that it didn't hurt the kids. They they basically said like the the injuries that the children sustained did not meet the standard the 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 standard for bodily harm under the law. Interesting. So like because they pro- they didn't they probably just got hurt escaping, not mm. from hitting them or anything. Yeah, no, yeah. they never laid like you know they never laid hands on the kids or anything like that, but. Man, that's really... See, that's like a beautiful, ambiguous thing. You're like, you want to steal 20 kids? You're like, oh, you didn't hurt any of them? Yeah, what? That's crazy. None of them? (laughs) So they were... No, we fed them everything. We gave them water. (laughs) They were resentenced to life with the possibility of parole. So... um, All right, fair. Uh, Richard Schoenfeld was released in 2012, and James Schoenfeld was paroled on August 7, 2015. Um, in October 2019, Woods was denied, you know, cause they, they, and they also, they also came to the conclusion during the trial that like, uh, Frederick Newhall was like the mastermind behind all if this. If any the other such two, person could be called yeah, a such mastermind. a thing in this event. And the other two goons were just kind of following along. So the, he was like the head of everything. Um, so in October 2019, Woods was denied parole for the 19th time. Um... Wow. Over the years, reasons given for his denial were he, he to have included his continued minimization of his crime as well as disciplinary fractions for possession of contraband, pornography, and cell phones in prison. But it seems... Man's got to jerk it. But oh, come it on. seems the entire time he's been locked up, he's just like... He's like, well, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Well, I didn't do anything that bad. Not a, Which not, you did. You did. And um, so... Uh, like a lot of the kids had a lot of fucking issues. I was like, yeah, that's a yeah. really scary. Thing. Had a ton, a gun uh, yeah, a ton of fucking issues. Like you know, Plus Ed, poor Ed. Yeah, yeah, that dude was he really understood what dude, was going fucking, on the whole yeah. time. And, and then getting put in a crate with all those kids, you're like, this is yeah, this is a nightmare. This <laughs> not be worse, but I gotta, I gotta fucking do it for the kids. Hell so, yeah, Ed day. Yeah, Ed fucking Ed's Ed a real boy. One. Where's our <laughs> yeah? And the first button, yes sir. Nice. That's for Ed. Ed. Everybody R.I.P. to a motherfucking G. Remember to pour one out for Ed. Pour one out for Eddie Boy. So a lot of the kids did suffer from panic attacks. Panic attacks. They had nightmares of being kidnapped and and dying. And and it says fair, a lot fair. of them went through some serious personality changes. Uh, many. The Wikipedia article says many developed fears such thing as quote cars, the dark, the wind, the kitchen, mice, dogs, and hippies. That was that is a, that's an odd list, but what? that's an odd list. If you told me that list of things, I could not possibly yeah, conceive what they, how they'd be related. Um, apparently, and apparently, one of the children, you know, who is suffering from these issues, shot at a Japanese tourist with a BB gun when the tourist car broke down in front of his home. So, a lot of the children also can re- continue to report symptoms of trauma at least twenty five years after the kidnapping. Uh, and it includes substance abuse and depression, um, and a number had been, quote, imprisoned for doing something controlling to somebody else. Uh, um, okay. Yeah, so, I mean, it's fucking terrible, but apparently a lot of this, too, helped better understand what happens to 
children who the after effects of children who have been kidnapped and gone through that trauma. Um, and if I remember correctly, a number of the kids met with one of their one of the kidnappers in, while he was in prison mm. uh, and was like, you know, you kidnapped, yeah, me. you kidnapped me. Blah 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 blah. They kind of came to you know I don't know closure. I think I'm I not don't sure. know, something yeah. like that. Um, so in 2016, the 25 surviving kidnapped children settled a lawsuit that they had filed against their kidnappers, and the money was received. Money received was paid out to uh, from Frederick Woods's trust fund, um, and the exact settlement is not disclosed. But one of the survivors said that they had received quote enough to pay for some serious therapy, but not enough for a house, which is fucking. I don't know. What do you mean, dog? That's fucked. Um, let me confirm this information I'm about to say. Uh, 26 fucking kids, though, dude. That's insane. I mean, and it's just so, like, short-sighted and audacious. I'm like, I don't... I just cannot wrap my mind around, like, I need some money. Let's just, like... It just feels like they thought the whole thing was going to be so neat and easy. Yeah. It, they're like, we'll they're, just do it right. We won't hurt the kids. We'll get rid like, of them. Uh, we'll get our $5 million, and then they'll send us the jetpacks like we put in yeah, the list. and we're good to go. And, and we're we'll, going to fucking we'll fly off, fly into, the off into the sky. Yeah. Um, uh, b- 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 I, I, I'm trying to think if I... Whenever they say, like... I want $5 million in unmarked bills. I'm like, what are you going to look through them all? Yeah. That always fucking, that always, you know what $5 million me too? Looks Yeah, like it's huge. Bills? It's ton. It's a ton of money. I love when people are like, yeah, Isn't I'm going to count it here. And I'm like, that's, <sighs> you're going to make us wait here while you count $30,000. <laughs> it's not happening. In fives. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Intentionally in ones. I'm like, $5 million. How much would that weigh? And I looked that up. Five million dollars in hundreds. How much does five million? I want to know how much cash that is. I always like that scene in a dodgeball. First, first fucking suggestion. How much does five million dollars weigh in a hundred dollar bills? Thank you. We've Fuck never yeah. had an original thought. The, the scene in Dodgeball when he's like opens the briefcase and it's a hundred thousand dollars and it's just one yeah, stack yeah, of bills. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so like, yeah. the Bureau of Engraving and Printing states that all U.S. bills weigh a single gram. Oh, this means that a million dollars in a hundred dollar bills weighs around ten kilograms. 22, twenty pounds. Yeah, yeah twenty two pounds. pounds. However, so, if you wanted to pay, if you wanted to your million dollars in single bills. That same amount of money would weigh a metric ton. Oh. Yeah. They're like, okay, so when they say five million in unmarked bills, give it to them in ones. Yeah. They're not going it, anywhere. It, it, yeah, they're not <laughs> fucking, it, without leaving some money behind, like, we're coming back for this, don't fucking yeah, don't take it. don't touch my 2,000 yeah. pounds of money. <laughs> I'm forklift certified, so, so I'll be back for this. five million hundreds is 100 pounds of cash. Okay. You could carry it. And yeah. that's, I guess, you know, yeah. We were talking about the heat where we were like, you're telling me this dude's, he's carrying this money and he's got fucking... He could do it. Uh, Val Kilmer on his back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now I'm like, okay, yeah. that makes sense. That would, yeah. It would be heavy, It'd but be it heavy. really wouldn't be like Plus your that adrenaline's heavy. running. Yeah, and it's $5 million, it. so yes, sir, well, I'm going to hold that go, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm dying with this. I'm dying with this in my hand. Um, you just saw that they're making a heat too. It's like yeah, real. I did. Yeah, I, no, I'm good. I, I was baffled. I'm good. I was like, "What are you doing? <laughs> is Robert De Niro gonna be in it? I don't think so. And he wants to call it reheat. I'm like, is this reheat, a joke? dude? That is literally the dumbest. Michael Mann is saying these things, and I'm just like, I was like, what don't, the fuck's happening? Don't ruin is he even hanging out with movies. the other Michael? 
Don't read. Oh, Michael Bay. Michael Bay. The wrong he, Michael. He should not be named. I watched a Western movie the other night. Three Ten to Yuma. No, Harder They Fall. Oh, it's like. Oh, I've seen that. Have you? Yeah. yeah. It's like. It's like kind of not technically a Western, right? Wait, it's or, a Western. Hold on, hold on. Let me make sure. It's I got, for sure a Western. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong thing. It's very Django Unchained vibes. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay, very, yeah. very Django Unchained vibes, but like not so much like, um, you know, you can tell that the dude who directed it wanted to give off like a very. Oh, that was the all black cast. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's got Idris Elba in it. Yeah, it's got the dude this, from Atlanta. I oh, forgot it's his name. Cold in July. I always forget that. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah, but Cold like, in July is this like super brutal revenge flick that I've been trying to get people to watch, but it's kind of like a cold, western sort of. I love fucking westerns. Cold in July. It was what? It's is, super it brutal. Yeah, Harder They Fall was really cool. I saw a lot of hate for it, which I assume yeah, to be completely race based. Yeah, the movie was sick. It, it yeah, it was and, sick as and fuck. It was fucking, and you could tell. The only thing I was like, that's oh, a little corny because you can tell this person is mimicking a Tarantino. Yeah. And, and there Django. was way too many long music. scenes. Yeah, I agree. Some of them were like long. One of my like, one of my favorite Jesus, scenes is when they're when they're in the train and what's her name the from train Watchmen? Was awesome. Uh, she oh, plays Trudy in the show in yeah. the movie. And she's, like, in standing show. in the front, and everybody in the back is, like, in a line behind her, so you can't see them. And she basically, like, nobody move or we'll kill everyone in this train. And then all their arms come out yeah. with guns, and I was like, oh, that is that the sick. sickest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> fucking badass. And then they shoot all of those fucking baby killers yeah, on yep. the train. It's awesome. Fucking three hour long. It's, uh, like, two, two hours, and a half. Two yeah. hour and 30 minutes. Um, but, yeah, so we will see you guys. 2.19, yeah. And, uh, and two, and two, technically a week. We're taking a, a week off, week, so yeah, yeah, not yeah next Thursday. But the I'll Thursday let you know if that. everything's set up that I can get that done. Yeah, just yeah, let me know. We'll figure I'm it out. Should, should I be usually that. just prepare a podcast while I'm at work. Yeah, so. same, same. <laughs> shouldn't be shouldn't be too hard. Also, the whole um, the whole my boss, yeah, saying if we get if we can oh, crowdfund yeah. a thousand dollars, yeah. He'll we match. gotta start it. We'll we'll uh, get it going. When we, on Twitch when we come something. back, when we come back, we'll put it all together. Oh, and oh oh, I saw another service. Oh, did you? Two thousand dollars. They give us this one's kind of grim. Okay, but it's we get the message on a mortar shell that they take a video of us of it putting on the drone, and then we get a video of the drop on a person. And they said if they miss, they'll give us a video where they hit someone. Oh my god! And I was like, I don't yeah, know. If that might I be a little much. <laughs> I was like, this is not really a pop promo mm-hmm. at that point. Oh my god! I feel like isn't that I feel like we can get in some hot water? I, for that. I was like, yeah. can I do that? I don't I was, think the CIA would probably be mad at me or yeah, something. Yeah, we would. Uh, w- like at that point, we're like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We're all but pulling the trigger. May, yeah, maybe the tank is the where tank we is draw cool, the line. even though theoretically they're probably going to shoot that yeah, at some point too. But to, we don't have to watch. We don't have to. A man bleed. Doesn't out. have to be our conscience. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll set that up next episode. We yeah. come back, we'll talk about it. All right. Well, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Love you so much. Bye bye.